98K News. It's 11 o'clock on Benche, the top stories. The organizers of the June 4th vigil vote to disband but urge people to hold on to their beliefs. A Huawei executive arrives back in China to a hero's welcome after being released from house arrest in Vancouver. And three people are given jail sentences for rioting near the Polytechnic University in 2019. The Hong Kong Alliance in support of patriotic democratic movements of China, which used to organize the June 4th vigil, has voted to disband. 41 members voted in favor of dissolving the alliance, while four were against. Ahead of the vote, members held a minute's silence to mourn those who died on June 4, 1989, as well as the group's volunteers who have passed away. Speaking after the meeting, the group's spokesman Richard Choi bowed to thank supporters. Mr Choi said it's hard to predict if the vigil that used to take place can still be held. But he says the demise of the alliance doesn't mean people's beliefs will be lost. It is said to announce the Hong Kong Alliance come to an end. But I think as a Hong Kong citizen, we all know and believe the stand about June 4 is already in every Hong Kong people's mind. I do believe Hong Kong people, no matter in individual capacity or other capacities, will continue to commemorate June 4 as before. Damon Pang takes a look back at the history of the alliance. The alliance was formed 32 years ago in May of 1989 to support the student-led protests in Beijing's Tiananmen Square. Year after year, led first by the late Si Tolwa, then by Li Chekyan and Albert Ho, it held mass candlelight vigils in Victoria Park, openly calling for an end to one-party rule in China and demanding vindication for the quashed pro-democracy movement. But 2019 was the last time it held an approved vigil, with the authorities citing the pandemic and subsequently banning the event. The group had also come under increasing pressure after the imposition of the national security law last year. And in June, Liaison Office Director Law Huining labelled those who call for an end to one-party rule as the true enemies of Hong Kong. Over the past few months, constituent members have been withdrawing from the alliance as core members quit. The group now faces a national security charge of inciting subversion. In response to the alliance's announcement to disband, Beijing's Hong Kong and Macau Affairs Office has said the group must be investigated and held accountable for its alleged crimes and accused it of spreading rumors and organizing illegal assemblies. The district court has sentenced three people to up to five years and eight months in jail after they were convicted of rioting near Polytechnic University in 2019. Aaron Tam reports. Judge Lily Wong said deterrent sentences were needed for the defendants Kwok Chun-ming, Ting Pui Kei and Choi Yun-ting, who were convicted of rioting at a time when hundreds of protesters at Polytechnic University were surrounded by police. The judge said protesters had treated the scene like a battlefield and had committed very serious rioting acts such as throwing bricks and petrol bombs. She also said the trio had come prepared wearing protective gear and black clothes. Meanwhile, a 35-year-old tutor, Yu Chun-fai, who was convicted of possessing instruments fit for unlawful purposes, was jailed for eight months. The tutor, along with another 32-year-old man, was earlier cleared of rioting. 
Huawei executive Meng Wanzhou has arrived home in China to a hero's welcome tonight, after three years of house arrest in Vancouver in Canada, where she was fighting extradition to the United States for allegedly violating U.S. sanctions. State broadcaster CCTV showed Meng's plane landing in Shenzhen, where a red carpet was laid out for her arrival and hundreds of well-wishes had gathered. Earlier, Ms. Meng had this to say outside the Vancouver courthouse. Firstly, I'd like to thank the Honorable Associate Chief Justice Holmes for her fairness in the whole legal proceedings. I also appreciate the court for their professionalism and the Canadian government for upholding the rule of law. Shortly after Ms. Meng was freed, two Canadians, former diplomat Michael Kovrig and businessman Michael Spavor, were also released. The pair have arrived home earlier and were greeted by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. RTHK, the time is now 5 minutes past 11. Some of the biggest stars in pop and rock music are about to perform in concerts around the world as part of what's being billed as the biggest ever international charity event. Billie Eilish, Stevie Wonder, Elton John and Ed Sheeran are among the artists getting on stage to raise awareness of climate change, vaccine equality and famine. Tens of thousands of people are due to see the concerts in London, Lagos, Mumbai, Rio and Sydney, amongst other cities. The charity Global Citizen says it wants to create public pressure to defend the planet and defeat poverty. The final rallies are taking place across Germany ahead of Sunday's general election. Chancellor Angela Merkel told voters in Aachen that Armin Laschet, her party's candidate, was the unifier Germany needed and the best guarantor of continued stability. Armin Laschet is geprägt davon, Brücken zu bauen. Armin Laschet builds bridges and takes people with him. The C in our party's name doesn't mean that you have to be a Christian to vote for the CDU. It means you shouldn't be suspicious of people, but have confidence in them to create solidarity between people despite their differences. Armin Laschet has demonstrated during his entire political career that he's able to do that, and not just in theory, but with passion and from the heart. But the Social Democrats have maintained their lead in the opinion polls. Their candidate, Olaf Scholz, who's the finance minister in the current coalition, is making his last appeal to voters in his constituency near Berlin. The British government is completing plans for a temporary visa scheme to allow up to 5,000 foreign lorry work drivers to work in the country to ease the supply problems affecting some petrol stations. Tony Danker is the head of the Confederation of British Industry. Obviously, just issuing visas all the time is not the long-term way to fix the economy. But you do need to be able to, you know, walk and chew gum. We need to, yes, think about long-term structural solutions for drivers and, and the labour market. But when you have shortages, the immigration system was supposed to fill those shortages. So I hope they'll move this weekend. On to sport now. An early second half go from Gabriel Jesus with Manchester City's first shot on target earned the Premier League champions a 1-0 win over joint league leaders Chelsea. 
The victory also broke a three-match losing streak for City against Chelsea and avenged their defeat in the Champions League final in Porto in May. In the other early game, Bruno Fernandes blazed a stoppage-time penalty over the crossbar as Aston Villa earned a shock 1-0 victory at a below-par Manchester United. It's United's first Premier League defeat of the season. Those early results mean Liverpool have a chance to go clear at the top of the table if they beat Brentford tonight. Jurgen Klopp was full of praise for the achievements of his Brentford counterpart, Thomas Frank. Klopp even compared them to his former club, Mainz. The football they play is incredible. Um, the organisation they have is incredible. So Thomas, obviously a brilliant job. Brentford is doing a brilliant job. How they recruit, how different they are, how much, how much they show that even with lesser money, it's really possible to, to, to create something really special. It reminds me a lot on the time at Mainz when I was there because um, we had no money. We had to be really creative on the transfer market and they, um, there's a massive difference between them. Uh, the money Brentford has in mind at that time, but it's what it shows it's still possible. In golf, Europe have to dig their way out of the biggest hole they've faced in Ryder Cup competition in nearly a half century. On while, on while the U.S. look to carry the momentum from day one and add to the commanding 6-2 advantage. U.S. captain Steve Stricker has sent out the same full pairing for today's foursomes. Europe captain Padraig Harrington made several changes, but stuck with his lead pairing of world number one John Rahm and Sergio Garcia. And to win the news, the top stories once again. The organizers of the June 4th vigil vote to disband but urge people to hold on to their beliefs. A Huawei executive arrives back in China to a hero's welcome after being released from house arrest in Vancouver. And three people are given jail sentences for rioting near the Polytechnic University in 2019. And a quick look at the weather before we go. Becoming cloudy. A few showers tomorrow. More showers in the morning with squally thunderstorms. Temperatures will range between 26 and 31 degrees. Moderate easterly winds occasionally fresh offshore at first. The outlook mainly fine and very hot in the following few days. Currently at the observatory, it's 29 degrees Celsius. The humidity is standing at 78%. And that's the news from RTHK. And when he dances up to the beat I really think that he should know That his rhythms go, go, go I got a man with two left feet And when he dances up to the beat I really think that he should know That his rhythms go, go, go Does he wash up? Never wash up Does he clean up? No, he never cleans up Does he brush up? Never brush up He does
Thanks for understanding. Alicia Dixon. The boy does nothing, and if he can't dance, he gets a second chance. Chilling with you on this Saturday night, making cool tracks. <laughs>